You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iyer, and when I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. And we're here nearing the weekend games of Week 15 for fantasy football. Very critical time. A lot of us in some shallow leagues trying to get in the playoffs still, and some of us in the playoffs already. Congratulations, however, if you got a bye week and you're just sitting back and seeing how many points you can score here. And uh, get your team tuned up for when it counts here for your playoff run. But we had everything begin in a nice fashion there with Chief Chargers. That's the game we wanted between those two teams. 34-28 to is the final in overtime. Big offensive game for the Chiefs and the Chargers in that one. So exciting to see that happen to begin the week. Uh, let's hope we have a lot more fantasy football points to be scored here. So we'll also... Translate that to a DFS. We'll look at the main slate. We have 11 games on that slate on Sunday with the breakup of the Thursday and Saturday and Sunday night and Monday night games. But still, a lot of good values there to target. We'll look at those core players that you should look across uh, there at FanDuel and DraftKings. And depending on which site you play, we have bargains across the board for each. So we'll give you that. And then we'll have uh, injury updates as well once we uh, break down MNF. Here for you. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen every day. We're free and available for you on all platforms. I can also proudly tell you that this episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is brought to you by On Location, our title sponsor. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a once in a lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash sb56. For more information or search Super Bowl on location. Alright, it's uh, time to dive into our reactions to Chiefs Chargers. It was a get-well game for the Chiefs in so many ways. You had uh, Tyreek Hill go off. He has a monster game with double-digit catches and a touchdown. But Travis Kelsey smashing it here. Two touchdowns for him. So the Hill and Kelsey show... Strangely, the Chargers allowed these guys to get open consistently, single coverage, zone defense. They took some chances against Tyreek Hill. They got burned quite a bit in this game. They got a little bit overconfident here. They were containing Patrick Mahomes for three quarters and looking pretty good, but then the Chiefs just took over in the fourth quarter. And we thought the Chiefs might be a little bit run-heavy in this game with Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Darrell Williams. That was not the case. They... Kind of were sticking with the run as much as possible, but then they got frustrated and they opened things up in the passing game and got back into their old ways. Eventually, Hill and Kelsey got going here. So this is the Chiefs offense we want to see with Patrick Mahomes lighting things up here. Disappointing if you had Clyde Edwards-Alaire because you thought he was going to be a bigger part of the game plan, but when the Chiefs see an opening and the Chargers gave them some of that with the zone defense combined with some one-on-one coverage and this poor tackling in the end of that Travis Kelsey game winner. He just blew through the entire defense in overtime. So we needed those games from our principals from the Chiefs. The big three come through, Mahomes, Kelsey, 
and Hill in a big way in this one. The running game, the disappointment here. You told you don't play the defenses. That came to fruition here. It's a shootout occurred here. There were some turnovers and mistakes there, but Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes put up the numbers. Now, Herbert was pretty good on the other side here. We had the scary injury, unfortunately, to Donald Parham Jr., the backup tight end. Jared Cook also had an opportunity to score there in this game, but it really was taken over by Herbert. Good early touchdown pass to Jalen Guyton. He runs for another score, finds another score late in the game there to um, Mike Williams. So, looked pretty good here. Keenan Allen, another solid game for him. So, Chargers offense in high gear. Austin Eckler also scores in this one. Uh, limited touches. They were a little bit careful. Ran the ball very effectively against the Chiefs. Stuck with the run, but they included a lot of Justin Jackson and uh, Joshua Kelly. Really, the Chargers could have won this game, but they left a lot of points on the board. They went for it on fourth down in the red zone a few times instead of kicking field goals. They had a red zone turnover there by Joshua Kelly handling the ball when Eckler wasn't in the game. So, in the end, the Chargers did uh, score quite a bit, but they left things that they could have been doing here, including their opening drive when they had a big kickoff. So, a bit frustrating there. I think the Chargers uh, could have been even more productive in this game. In the end, they're not, and the Chiefs win this game. So all the principles that you trust went off here in Thursday night, and that hopefully that's a sign of more things to come here with the weekend games. Now let's uh, turn to the main slate at quarterback. So we had a good start. If you either started Mahomes or Herbert, you were very pleased with that result. Both of them ended up with the three combined touchdowns. Let's look at the... Aaron Rodgers, he's a guy that can put up big numbers there. Big game last week against the Bears. I think he keeps it up against the Ravens blitzing defense. 7500 on DraftKings, 7600 on Fando. Really good prices. If I'm going higher end, I love Rodgers in that matchup for sure. Because, again, Baltimore very good against the run. Their secondary is beat up. Their pass rush is limited. Screams for another big game for Aaron Rodgers. If we're going for the bargain route, I think yeah, there's a couple guys you can look at. That Jimmy Garoppolo. 5,800 DraftKings, 6,700 FanDuel. So on that case, I'm going with Jimmy Garoppolo to save uh, well on FanDuel because Tua Tagovailoa is the guy I like on DraftKings. He's cheaper at 5,700 there and, and more expensive on FanDuel at 7,400. So really good matchups this week for both of these guys here. Garoppolo, a little bit worried about the Falcons not resisting too much and providing the firepower, but I think there'll be more points than we think from the Falcons' side. So, Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, I think you can put up the big numbers on this one. The running game still could be without Elijah Mitchell, so that lines up well for Jimmy Garoppolo. Two of Tagovailoa's very similar situations. Probably going to be without Jalen Waddle on the COVID-19 list. He was added there on Thursday, so that's definitely concerning, but they also have a big mess at running back where everyone seems to be on the shelf here. The Dolphins are a passing team. He still has Mike Gusecki, Devontae Parker, some other weapons that can get it done. So again, Jimmy to a pretty good cash game, little quarterbacks that you can play here at that bargain price. Now, if you're going to go a little bit lower and you're looking for a bit of a tournament pivot here, I mean, I also like Rodgers in cash games or tournaments this week. This is a guy that I like in tournaments only and in DFS only. Davis Mills of the Texans, 5,400 there. On DraftKings, 6,800 on FanDuel. It's a pretty good spot here for this uh, Texans passing game. I know the Jaguars have had their, their moments in pass defense, but I think they're pretty bad on the back end. We saw Davis Mills really ball out last week against the Seahawks for the most part. So, again, 
those are the four guys I'm looking at quarterback this week across various price points. But Mills is a very sneaky play this week that can give you good return on investment. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium is less than 100 days away and on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit on location exp.com slash sb56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's on location exp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location to find out more details to get in on that special Super Bowl experience that you will not forget. I also can tell you that uh, this episode of Locking on Fantasy Football is brought to you by Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you. Versus the house in head-to-head fantasy football matchups. T- winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat here shows you their lineups before you play. And you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid. As Stat here players clocking odds that are four times better more than that. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat here puts you in control of your fate. With Stat here, you are going to control the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for. And Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head-to-head. It's what Daily Fantasy should be one-on-one. Here's a game that you can look at to, that you check out. and They're going with uh, a combination of Matthew Stafford against the Seahawks, and Tom Brady versus the Saints, and Jimmy Garoppolo versus the Falcons. Pretty stacked there, but we told you how much we like Aaron Rodgers this week against the Ravens, so I think we'll combat them with that. I love Josh Allen against the Panthers, so those are two quarterbacks we can put in right away. Maybe put in one of our sleepers as well. If they're going to use Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe we can use Tua Tagola to counteract here. So, a lot of fun there trying to figure out how to beat Stat Hero and get in on Stat Hero now. Sign up for free right now. StatHero.com slash LockedOn. Use the promo code LockedOn for a 100% deposit match. That's it. StatHero.com Slash locked on, promo code locked on for 100% match. Stadier.com slash locked on, promo code locked on, terms and conditions apply. Yep, thanks again for making uh, Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen every day, all throughout the week. We're free and available to you on all platforms every weekday here for much of the year. All right, uh, we'll get into some uh, other DFS values, then we'll close the show in our final segment looking at the injury updates you need to know, including the COVID-19 list, which has got a few twists and turns and different things that are happening there. So we'll look at that for sure. Let's start at running back. You look all across the board at running back, a lot of injuries, a lot of things affecting and usage, timeshare. So so I'm looking at one spot as uh, Daryl Henderson and Sonny Michelle. Now, we're not sure if Henderson's going to be cleared from the COVID-19 list, but they've priced both of these backs appropriately here, saying that if you're going to get a starting Rams running back, here are the prices. You had uh, 5900 for Henderson, 5800 for Michelle. They're both 6800 on Fandle. So it's pretty much even here. The Seahawks are pretty much lost here. We'll see if Tyler Lockett can go. He's on the list here. The Seahawks' run defense is pretty bad. So... Daryl Henderson, if he goes, I think you'll have a regular workload here, but 
I think Sonny Michel could also be the workhorse should Henderson not be cleared in time for this game. So either one of those guys I really like at that price point to be an RB1 and yield that value here. So go after them for sure. Another guy that's going to be underrated, and I think the stat correction that's going to come or the overcorrection of the course of the game plan is going to come this week. James Robinson against the Texans. Really great matchup here at home. 5400 for him on DraftKings, 6300 on FanDuel. Daryl Bevel is your new interim head coach, replacing Urban Meyer, who was fired earlier in the week. So Bevel, Robinson, running game, it all adds up to a rather busy workload for their lead back. Especially, especially, we talked about it a little bit when we were breaking down that game. We have Carlos Hyde uh, probably not going to play with a concussion. So that gives Robinson a shot at getting the major, major touches in this game. And that lines up really well in the matchup as well. Staying in the AFC South, I also like Dante Foreman against the Steelers. We know how bad the Steelers' run defense has become. He's only 5,200 DraftKings, 5,800 FanDuel. He had good return last week when we used him, so still rather priced well. Part of it is they're using Dontrell Hilliard and Ryan Tannehill and a little bit of Jeremy McNichols to run the ball as well. But Foreman has been the best power back. Steelers struggle the most with that. Now, on the other side of that Rams-Seahawks game, you can look at Rashad Penny, a volume-based play, but really good value here. 5,400 on DraftKings, 6,100 on FanDuel. Now, I'm also not a big guy on Devin Singletary and attaching myself to the Bills' backfield, especially with Matt Breida and Josh Allen. They're running the ball as well as Zach Moss, but I feel like if anything's going to happen well with Singletary, it'll be in this game with a positive game script against Carolina. Reeling defense here. 5000 on DraftKings, 5400 on FanDuel. Nice prices here for Devin Singletary if you want to take a shot. But more Penny and Singletary, more contrarian like tournament plays where I can see putting a combination of Robinson and Foreman at that value to be in cash games and really load up at the other positions so you can invest in guys such as Aaron Rodgers or quarterback. But that also means you'll have some room to invest in your top wide receiver of the week. It's Devontae Adams. Great matchup. Ravens have no one who can cover him. They're probably going to put a slot corner on him, and that's not good. We know that. So love the stack here with Rodgers and Adams. You want to get them as much as possible. You don't have to do it in cash, but in tournaments, if you're going to go that way, Rodgers and Adams have to be together. 8,900 in DraftKings, 8,500 in Fando. Worth the payup if you can save that money at running back. You can also look at Deontay Johnson. Great matchup. He's been on fire for the Steelers here against the Titans. I like him a little bit better than Chase Claypool. I also like Claypool in season long, but if I'm going to invest higher in one, I'm going with uh, Deontay Johnson in this one for sure. We look at uh, another value here as we go a little bit further down. You look at Brandon Ayuk of the 49ers. Uh, AJ Terrell is one pretty good Falcons corner. We'll see if they put him in shadow against Debo Samuel. That should help Ayuk in this situation. 6,300 in DraftKings, 6,600 in FanDuel. Now, we've already had a Devontae. We've had a Deontay. Now it's time to get a Devonta in there. 6,100 is Devonta Smith, the rookie Eagles wide receiver. His value there on DraftKings, 5,900 only on FanDuel. So really good price points for Devonta Smith. Washington will be without Kendall Fuller at cornerback. He's their slot guy. They'll move Devonta Smith around after the bye, get him heavily involved. It doesn't matter who's going to be the quarterback. I still think it would be Jalen Hurts over Gardner Minshew here to this point. But... Love uh, Devonta Smith to have a breakout game here, the rookie, after his first bye week of his first season to get it done. And the Brandon Cooks, we've uh, talked about uh, a couple stacks here that you could do with Rodgers and Adams, Garoppolo, Ayuk. If we like Davis Mills, that means we like Brandon Cooks a lot because he's the go-to guy. 5,800 only for Cooks. He's coming off a 100-yard game. Another great matchup this week 
against the Jaguars, 6900 on FanDuel. So great prices all around for Brandon Cooks here. So Devontae, Deontay, Devonta, and make sure you get those two Brandons in. Brandon, Ayuk, and Brandon Cooks. So those are five guys I'm looking at wide receiver quite a bit. On a lot of lineups here in DFS for Week 15. Now we have a couple of tight end recommendations and a defense. Uh, Mike Gusecki's easy tight end recommendation. We had Dawson Knox priced down. Mike Gusecki totally priced down here. Coming off a of bye. They're not going to be with Waddle there, the Dolphins. So that should bump up his usage with Devontae Parker. So really like the price point. 5000 on DraftKings, 6200 Fando. And a guy that people might be overlooking in the matchup is actually pretty good against the Bengals. Uh, they've had a change at linebacker with Logan Wilson out. And uh, they got Jermaine Pratt playing there. That's going to help the... Broncos uh, throw to the tight end quite a bit. And by the numbers, the Bengals have not been great against the tight end. So 4,400 for Noah Fant, 5,600. So those are the two options there. Then I'm finally go at defense, going to look at the Bengals. I think they'll go in and play pretty well against the Broncos. I know Fant, you just mentioned him, but the rest of this offense could they run into trouble with Teddy Bridgewater getting sacked, making mistakes here. So I like their price point a lot. If I'm going to go really low, that's what we're looking for to save money so we can really load up at other positions. 2900 and 3400 are the prices there for the Bengals this week. We will get into our injury updates in our final segment uh, there. And uh, to close the show here and the week of Locked On Fantasy Football, Bet Online has you covered all season with more props and odds and lines than ever before. As football season continues to march to the playoffs here in the NFL, College football bowl season is already here. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season, whatever the season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile device to sign today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar, Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So it is an amazing experience to have a Built Bar, especially this time of year. You get so many flavors, too. It's a great gift for anyone, a good stocking stuffer. We have raspberry mint brownie, cherry double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie. For the person special in your life that uh, loves protein bars and being active, this is a great gift to give them a box of Built Bars. And you can also get a mixed back where you can give them all different types of flavors to try and Make them decide uh, what kind of uh, Built Bar is their favorite, and they might li- like them all like we do as well. Built Bar gives you the extra fuel you need to get through the holidays. And because it's a season of peace and love, don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor, they'll fight for it. things can get out of hand. Let everyone choose and let them all enjoy all the great Built Bars here. Well, remember, uh, to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings with so many flavors, they make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. And you like some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy marshmallow through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe it is filled with protein. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Whether you're ordering a gift or just uh, stocking up here for the new year, use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
All right, uh, time to close the show with rapid-fire injury updates here and uh, get you into the weekend's game, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So three days there, so don't forget about your Saturday lineups if you need to follow those and make a decision. Let's start at quarterback. Uh, Lamar Jackson, two mispractice in the ankle, a little shaky. They think he might play, but Tyler Huntley would be the plug-and-play in his place against the Packers. Josh Allen dealing with a foot injury. He'll be good to go against the Panthers. Justin Fields will start again. He has a left-hand injury, same as Andy Dalton, but... Fields are good to go. Dalton is going to stay on the bench for that Monday night game against Minnesota. Another good matchup for Fields. Joe Burrow playing for the right finger injury. He'll be okay for the Broncos. We're going to watch the Browns. I don't think they're going to be going there in this critical week in fantasy football. But Baker Mayfield was in uh, COVID-19 protocol. So is Case Keenum. But now they've changed the rules. So who knows? Mayfield could be back starting this week, but not starting in fantasy football. Aaron Rodgers is good to go. He's in pain, but he's going to play through the toe injury in that great matchup against the Ravens. You look at uh, Deshaun Watson, he's still out. What else is new? He hasn't played all year. Davis Mills, we love him as a streamer. and Maybe a guy that we're looking at for next year, having a chance with his Texans job. We'll have to wait and see. Mac Jones, good to go with his left thumb injury Saturday against the Colts. Taysom Hill is good to go. A good matchup against the Buccaneers with the right finger injury. He's in a good spot every week. Daniel Jones, expected to miss the game against the Cowboys. Limited practice. Mike Glennon. In line to start, but they could also think about giving Jake Fromm some snaps in that game against the Cowboys. Jalen Hurts will watch him. I think he's going to play the ankle injury. Let's be careful coming off a bye. Ben Roethlisberger, pectoral right shoulder, is going to play through those injuries. And Taylor Heineke, for the Washington football team, he'll be fine with his right elbow against the Eagles. James Conner really in danger of missing this week's game against the Lions. In practice, we'll see if Chase Edmonds gets activated from his ankle injury off injured reserve to take over the duties there. But, uh, yeah, they'll be careful with Connor against the Lions. They also have uh, Eno Benjamin, who could step into a prominent role in a good game script here should uh, Connor not play and Edmonds not be activated. Dave Montgomery will be good to go. He's uh, rested with an illness, but he'll be in there getting his usual workload and a good matchup against the Vikings. Chris Evans uh, has a chance to come back for the Bengals and help them in the passing game with Joe Mixon out of the backfield. Kareem Hunt is not going to be playing for the Browns Saturday. He's been ruled out with an angle injury. You look at Ezekiel Elliott, uh, knee injury, he's good to go for the Giants. Tony Pollard could return, however, with a foot injury, so watch that with limited practice. DeAndre Swift is not going to play for the Lions with a shoulder injury. We'll see about Jamal Williams being cleared from COVID-19, or you'll see more of Craig Reynolds in a prominent role. Melvin Gordon, a limited again in practice for the Broncos. Jonathan Williams is dealing with a knee injury, mispractice, so we'll see how that plays out between Gordon and Williams, uh, get better clarity on Friday. By the way, third stringer Mike Boone is on the COVID-19 list, so good matchup if you can uh, play both of them. Gordon and Williams have been producing consistently as RB2s. That comes to fruition if they both go. Aaron Jones is getting a few less touches here for the Packers as they incorporate A.J. Dillon a little bit more, but this seems like a Jones game. Getting involved in the pass game, he's still scoring. He's going to scoring threat any time they get into the red zone. He's going to be playing against the Ravens. Rex Burkhead looks like he'll play through his hip and quad injuries with David Johnson and... Royce Freeman for the Texans against the Jaguars. James Robinson, okay with that heel and knee injury there. And we mentioned Carlos Hyde, concussion, two miss, and couldn't go. Darrell Henderson may be out here for the Rams again with COVID-19, which would help Sonny Michelle step into a feature role in a good matchup against the Seahawks. Miles Gaskin, Phil Lindsay, and Salvan Ahmed have been the COVID-19. We'll see if anyone gets cleared from that now. Malcolm Brown, they've teased that he could return here this week. Dalvin Cook. Went full with a shoulder injury. He's back. He was great last week coming back, and uh, he's going to be fine against the Bears. Another good matchup. 
Damian Harris, we're going to watch that on Saturday. Can he suit up against the Colts with a hamstring injury? Saquon Barkley, two limited practices. Uh, actually was rested there on Wednesday. But he should be good to go here for the Cowboys. And uh, not the greatest matchup, but Barkley keeps putting up the numbers through volume. Tevin Coleman uh, is going to play with a concussion there. He's uh, got a couple full practices with the Jets, but they also could activate Michael Carter there with his ankle injury, so watch out for that. Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard. Uh, Sanders has an ankle injury for the Eagles. Jordan Howard a knee. Both have been limited, but they'll be out there against Washington. Eli Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, concussion knee. Two missed practices for the 49ers. Looks like he's going to miss another game here with Jeff Wilson Jr., Debo Samuel, that kind of committee picking up the rushing slack for the 49ers. So again, more passing for Jimmy Garoppolo because of that. Alex Collins is on the COVID-19 list. The Seahawks finally got struck here in a double dose here. Didn't uh, practice and uh, not going to play here. So Rashad Penny lines up well for the Rams game. And Travis Homer coming back as a change of pace. Leonard Fournette, something we're going to watch. Two missed practices with the ankle injury. There's a chance he misses the game. So hopefully you have Ronald Jones as a backup because Giovanni Bernard not available. He's on IR. J.D. McKissick, uh, concussion. Two missed practices. So looking good for Antonio Gibson for extra touches in that game against the Eagles, against a good zone defense to help uh, produce. Arizona is going to be without DeAndre Hopkins, so everyone bumps up there. A.J. Green, Christian Kirk are the beneficiaries there, along as Zach Ertz there. So no Hopkins for the rest of the regular season, probably for the Cardinals, but they're playing the Lions, so good spot for all the replacements and ways they're going to pick up the slack on his targets. Now Marquise Brown didn't get a practice in with an illness. He's going to play. I don't love the matchup, however. Jair Alexander set to return for the Packers. Sammy Watkins, a good, better spot here with the knee injury. Miles Boykin also returning. So, real like Rashad Bateman is the number two in this game. Emmanuel Sanders is not going to play for the Bills with that knee injury. So, Gabriel Davis steps into a stop starting role here to help you in fantasy. DJ Moore, two limited practice with his hamstring injuries. He should be, be, be going against the Bills, or he could be more of Robbie Anderson operating with the top targets. Allen Robinson back on the COVID-19 list. He didn't play for several games. The hamstring finally came back. Didn't do much last week. Marquise Goodwin could also miss the game. So, Darnell Mooney's in a really good spot here, and uh, Demir Bird and Jakeem Grant should also get some key targets in this one. T. Higgins is fine with his ankle injury. Big game last week for the Bengals. He's good to go against the Broncos. Jarvis Landry will see COVID-19. Might not be clear there for that game against uh, the Raiders there. We'll see how it goes. Anthony Schwartz is a concussion not going to play. So, we'll see how the Browns go, but I think you'll see a lot of uh, whoever's healthy at the tight end to go there, David Njoku. And a lot of work to other wide receivers, including Don Peoples-Jones. Broncos' Tim Patrick is good to go with a hand injury. Lions, uh, okay with, with uh, Josh Reynolds. He was limited with thigh injury. We'll watch that, but he should be playing for them this week. You look at Marcus Valdez-Scandling. that has a back injury, but he'll play for it against the Packers. Uh, looking at Odell Beckham Jr. here. And uh, he's got the COVID-19 list. We'll see if he gets cleared with the new protocols here. But he's in danger of missing the Seahawks. Jalen Waddle, we just heard about him going on the COVID-19 list. He didn't practice, so we'll see if he is going to suit up, but I would doubt it right now. Adam Thielen did not practice there in the first session on Thursday ahead of Monday Night Football. Very iffy to return against the Bears. Little Jordan Humphrey, hamstring injury, limited practice. We'll see if he can return against the Buccaneers for the Saints. They need all the wide receiver the help they can get for Taysom Hill. Kadarius Tony on the COVID-19 list for the Giants, so going to miss the Cowboys game here probably. Quez Watkins in that same status for the Eagles here. And Washington, Seahawks, uh, DK Metcalf, a little concerning. Two missed practices. We've seen load management before during the week, but back and foot injuries on top of failing Jalen Ramsey, not great. Tyler Lockett also uh, didn't practice uh, with COVID-19, so 
that could be a big loss if he's not cleared. So you don't like those uh, second-day tests there because it gives you less time to clarify and clear yourself up for the game. Now, Freddie Swain also didn't practice the other wide receiver, so not feeling it too great with uh, Wilson and the Seahawks, as we mentioned there earlier. Antonio Brown not going to play again. What else is new? Ankle and suspension. We'll see if he gets cut after he comes back. Terry McLaurin trending in the right direction with a concussion, limited, and got a DNP on Wednesday, but has a chance here to play for sure. Curtis Samuel didn't practice again. Probably going to miss another game here for WFT. At tight end, the notable ones are Cole Komet, Illness said in practice, he should be okay for the Vikings. Austin Hooper's out for the Raiders game for the Browns, most likely with COVID-19. Harrison Bryant has an ankle issue, and he could may not be, be able to grind through it all that much, only a handful of snaps. You also have uh, David Njoku cleared from COVID-19, so he could be busy there. TJ Hawkinson is not going to play. He's got a hand injury. They put him on IR here. He's not going to return against the Cardinals. So that's it for Hawkinson's disappointing 2021 season. Revan Jordan has started to look pretty good for the Texans, but he's good with the hand injury. He did score last week, so he can keep it up against the Jaguars this week. Jack Doyle has been rather quiet for the Colts, but he'll play through his ankle injury there Saturday against the Patriots. Darren Waller is not going to play Saturday against the Browns. The Raiders' tight end is still out. Foster Moreau will play, but Moreau has been really hard to trust the past few weeks, replacing Waller. And George Kittle, there was a bit of concern. He didn't practice there on Wednesday with a different injury with the knee, but he got a limited practice on his way to play and stay durable. Uh, we didn't hear any signs of him breaking down. He should be fine in that game. Nick Folk, if you need him, is going to be out there kicking against the Colts. And Graham Gano, if you need him, is going to be out there kicking against the Cowboys this week. There you have it. There's a look at uh, all the injury updates you know, need to know in rapid fashion here ahead of Week 15. This concludes another episode of Locked on Fantasy Football, a lineup Friday. This concludes another week of Locked on Fantasy Football. Don't forget, we still have three more full weeks here of season action to talk about. We're working ahead of Christmas here, so can't wait to do that. Thanks again for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. For Locked On Fantasy Football, for this week of shows, this is Vinny Iyer. Good luck in all your playoff matchups, DFS, anything you need in fantasy football this week. And we'll catch you on the flip side with our reactions on Monday.